Welcome to the Mission LHC podcast, where you'll hear real conversations with a married couple that are on a mission to help other couples as they learn to love, honor, and cherish each other in all stages of marriage. My name is Heath Yearwood. And I'm Amanda Yearwood. And thanks for joining us as we laugh together and share our story together in hopes that we can be an encouragement to you. Well, welcome back to another episode of Mission LHC. Uh, we're so glad you joined us. Around here, around the Yearwood House, it's, it's getting a little tricky around here, getting everything together. School's about to start up, and summer's almost over. Well, you mean during the summers that teachers don't just sit around all summer, or <laughs> that the counselors, since there's nobody there to talk to the kids, that you don't just kind of uh, sit around? Yeah, pretty much, you know, my summer's just eating chocolate, well, sipping on coffee, you know, feet kicked back. That's how it goes, right? Right. Well, that's what I thought. Well, that's the public opinion a lot of times, and that's a good <laughs> uh, segue into today's topic that we're going to talk about. It's misconceptions. Uh, a lot of times when you hear stories, you hear things going on, we think it's one way, and it's actually another. You know, the definition of misconception is a view or opinion that is incorrect because it is based on a faulty understanding. And a lot of times we have our minds made up of something we think it's things are like. For instance, that teachers are off during the summer. Mm -hmm. What a lot of people don't realize is that there's so much professional development getting rooms ready, you know, and right now if you look and people's getting ready for the, their year to start, there's teachers in their classrooms painting, they've been in AP trainings, they've went uh, to all kind of trainings at the board, there's something going on all the time yeah, at the school. and all summer long you can find cars there in the parking lot, especially... Goodness, those elementary teachers, I mean, they are machines during the summer. They are getting those rooms ready, getting all the names on all the stuff. They're really good at and, all that. And they do. They put in a lot of times. Then ball coaches, you know, you think about it, it's just one season. Well, there's a lot of weight training. There's a lot of uh, seven-on-sevens. There's ball camps, different things. So there's a lot of things that are out there. We're just talking about things we know about in education. I'm sure your jobs and your lives are no different. You know, a lot of times people think, if I only had that job, my life would be easier. If I only had that car, my life would be better. If I only had this. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. The grass isn't always greener on the other side, but a lot of times that's how we look at it. That's right. I've definitely been guilty of saying, I wish I could do this or I wish I could do that because this would be better. But really, you don't really know until you've you've walked in the shoes. Well, you know, and, and doing this podcast, when we've talked so much about our lives, things start to kind of blend in like where you don't really know. It's kind of like if you've been a school teacher and you teach class periods, you teach the same subjects maybe three or four times during a day sometimes. <laughs> sometimes well, six or seven. True. And, <laughs> but you get to the point and you can't remember, did I say that or did I not? So if we do come back across a story again you got to realize that sometimes the same stories lead in different directions because it kind of reminds us of stuff. And so, you know, we talk about Amanda and I met so quick. We've shared that on several episodes that, you know, one of the misconceptions that we had, uh, you know, I just kind of thought that she was the natural blonde, that she looked just <laughs> like, like she did in the pictures and everything that we met. 
So it was all farce. I mean, we've talked about the perm. That's how I got the nice fluffy hair. So, so you but, didn't have yeah. curly hair naturally like N- that? No, no. That was oh. that was all chemical. That was permanent. And now my favorite probably misconception story of that first year we were married. Uh, it's funny now, but it almost hurt my feelings then. I, you know, putting back in the timeline, we got married in the winter. Um, And we had not really known each other that long. But I remember that first spring, the first few times we got out into the sun. And do you remember what happened? Yeah, your freckles popped out. (laughs) and I. But I didn't really know exactly. I looked at you and I remember kind of looking back over and like, what's... I remember you saying, I didn't know you had that many freckles. (laughs) Yeah. Which, ironically, now is very popular. Like, I think girls even get freckle tattoos now which is bizarre to me but well, <laughs> i spent a lifetime trying to cover well, mine up <laughs> howdy duty also had tattoos like that too as dots they put on their face but <laughs> but uh but you know the the thing that we look a lot of times we see stuff you know right now we talked about just how i saw you and what you looked like didn't know that you were dying your hair or didn't know that you know that uh, you had freckles or whatever well, now social media leads into a lot of that nowadays. There's a whole lot of misconceptions because um, it's really has driven our kids into a bad direction a lot of times. And we may have talked about this briefly going through when we were talking about stuff. But, you know, right now you see it a lot in the office when you're talking oh, sure. with kids. Yeah. You know, people's lives are not as good as the other. You want to share about that a little bit? You know, I think we're all guilty of, you know, looking at that that media. And it, and it doesn't really even have to be the social media. I mean, it's it's on television. It's that that story of a perfect life. And, and it's really not that. I mean, just imagine if, I mean, everyone's taking a selfie, right? So that picture that you're taking... Think about what is outside of the edges of that frame. If everybody could see what's outside of the edges of that frame, would it tell? Would that picture tell the same story? I, I know in my case it wouldn't because for me, uh, you'd probably see that pile of laundry in my bedroom or you know something. Or else. outside when we take a picture by our pool. I want you to be thinking about this if you ever see it posted. Is the junk vehicle that's over to the side, or is it the uh, uh, you know old uh, broke down uh, lawnmower or whatever? <laughs> Amanda always goes cra- crazy if we take a picture and that's in the background. Yeah. So next time we're gonna let you see the dirty laundry. We're just gonna yes. post the picture. No, it's not dirty laundry. It's clean laundry. Oh my yeah. bad. Yeah, for whatever reason, evidently I'm like the worst housewife ever. Like I hate vacuuming we've already established that i hate laundry i don't mind washing the laundry but i'm not sure why i just really don't like to fold and put away the laundry well you know you talked about the the misconceptions and i i referred to social media and you said even on television if you watch the beer commercial that shows them all having so much fun uh, and if you just had this beer and you, you know, life would be great, the party would be wonderful. And the misconception is that, you know, if you're doing this, it's going to lead to greatness. Well, we don't see the bad things that are on the back end of it the alcoholism, the accidents, the broken families, the, you know, affairs, whatever it may be that comes from the results sometimes. And, you know, we, we watch 
we have a lot of kids that suffer from uh, low self-esteem. And when they see all the perfect things, somebody went on vacation and it was great and we didn't get to do that. Or somebody looks beautiful and I don't look that way. Well, now that person may have used a filter to get that way. They may have spent a lot of money to do their stuff. So those are some of the things that, that go along right there. And, you know, the Bible is full of a lot of stories and, and situations that go along with people always thinking that something was a little bit different than... than a little it, bit better. If yeah. I only had what this person had or, or if our marriage was like their marriage, it would be perfect. Well, you know, I think back, it started early on in the Bible with Adam and Eve. You know, Adam and Eve had a perfect world. God created a perfect place for them. And, you know, he told them there was only one thing that they couldn't have. And then, of course, what did the devil do? The devil had to try to tempt them in that one area. And that ought to be a, that's almost a sermon to preach right there by itself. Because the devil took the one thing that could put doubt or cast it on them was that, you know, God wouldn't create all this if you couldn't really have it. So he, you know, God had told them that they couldn't, you know, touch the fruit. Uh, and the thing about it is the devil does that a lot of times because he is going to try to hit us at our weak points. And it may be on what we watch on television. It may be what we see at the gym. It may be what we're talking with friends or whatever. There's going to be all kind of temptations. There's going to be all kind of misconceptions that comes yeah. through. You know, why is it that we want what we can't have or we want to do what we're not supposed to do? It made me think about, I don't know if I've ever even told you this story. When I was a little girl, I remember staying at um, with my Aunt Brenda. And I, Aunt Brenda always had neat little trinkets around the house. But I remember this one day in particular, um, she was working on uh, fixing... It was like a little, I think it was brass, like a little brass deer. It had broken or something, something was wrong with it, but she was super gluing it. And I remember sitting at her kitchen table and she looked at me and she said, Amanda, don't touch that while I'm gone. Well, so what did I do? You touched it. Naturally, when she walked away, I finger on it, and we've all used super glue before. So immediately, my finger stuck to <laughs> this little <laughs> brass deer. And when I jerked it off, guess what was still left there? Well, I my get, fingerprint. I, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I thought it might have been part of your finger. but which <laughs> it, it, it was my fingerprint. And then it was just so natural then to lie about it. I mean, I was just a little girl. And I remember Aunt Brenda walking back in and saying, Amanda, did you touch that? <laughs> so <Nope>. that <laughs> might be another misconception. You know, what you talked about, you told a lie automatically. Did anybody have to teach you how to tell a lie? <laughs> no. No, you know, Wade, the misconception is this, that that wasn't something you were born with you end up having to, that's something you were taught or you learn no i think we have that inside us it's, it's the ability to try to get out of trouble but you know we, we look at adam and eve and they just felt that they had that fruit life would be better mm-hmm. and look at what that led to that we still live with all the problems whether it's in childbirth or whatever it may be all the the punishment that came afterwards in a fallen creation, and that's why it made it possible Jesus had to be there, but that was from one decision. You know, and I'd really like to blame it all on Adam and Eve. That would be easy, wouldn't it? You know, it's their fault that we have all this, but really, we would have done exactly the same thing. Yeah, and you know, that's, again, the reason we have this podcast. Topics like this, that's not that entertaining, 
uh, you know, sometimes we have fun. We have good couples coming on here. But this one's just to make you think, what are some of the misconceptions that you've had, you and your spouse? Talk about some of the times that y'all have been together, things that y'all thought might be different. Boy, do you remember we thought if we just had this... <laughs> You know, I remember us wanting certain vehicles. Mm -hmm. If we just had that vehicle, if we just built, well, when we build that house, that house is going to bring all the happy, everything's going to be perfect. And, you know, there's all types of stuff that's like that, that we always are, we're chasing the next big thing. And, you know, um, I, I look back in our lives, there was things like that that was big. I remember even when I was single, I remember being very involved in church, uh, a youth group, and I remember studying, but I had so much schoolwork. I had everything going on. And I remember, it's almost like I can hear my words to myself, that it'll be so much easier when I'm married to be a Christian, Mm -hmm. that I'll be a lot better Christian when I'm married because I won't have all this temptation of everything. I won't have so busy with school. I'll have a job in do you ever find yourself? Life will be perfect. Yes, yeah. I'll be satisfied. Did uh, Did you have similar situations that oh, you yeah. thought? Oh yeah, I remember thinking, okay, Lord, I, it's almost like I bargained with the Lord. Lord, uh, this will be so much easier when I'm older. When I'm all grown up, I'll be a better Christian when I'm older because then I'll be older. Just give me. I, I can almost well, I can remember saying, Lord, please just don't come back for five more years. Just give me five more years. Till you get married. <laughs> Well, I think a lot of people have thought that before. And, and you young couples that are listening to this, or especially if you're single listening to this, uh, you better be praying that real quick. Where the world's going and we're, we're, heading down, we're heading down quick. You might want to pray that well. But, um, you know, I, so I remember being that single guy. And when I got married, the, the misconception of something, you know, again, a view of opinion that is incorrect because it's based on faulty understanding well, let me tell you, the problems that were there when I was single were same problems that when I was married. Then I had a spouse to be concerned with instead of just myself. So now that brought somebody else into the picture. So life wasn't easier. Now we had financial responsibilities instead of one being two. Mm-hmm. And then we took on, you know, cars and then we built a house. You know, we had a trailer, and I remember, oh, if we just have that, that house, getting out of this trailer, it's going to be better. And then when I start working, then we'll have more money, and we can do this, and and uh, move up here, and do this. You know, isn't that a trap that we all fall into? If I could just make more money, then life would be where I want it to be. My life would be like it should be, but our experience has been that you spend what you make. Yeah, and, and you know, then... We've always fell victim of that, and that's why a lot of times we talk about we should, if we could go back and you could tell your 20-year-old self to do this, this, and this. You know, we've watched movies Back to the Future before, <laughs> and it was easy when they go back and they tell them, okay, you should uh, bet money on the Cubs to win this <laughs> thing or do this, and don't don't go out with this person and don't whatever. You know, unfortunately, we can't do that in our lives. We can't go back and undo the things that took us down a certain path. But I think there's always going to be a shiny object that's out there. You know, think about a fisherman. What does a fisherman do? They they fish with what? The lure. The lure. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the lure is not ugly. It is not something that's not appealing. 
it, it's going to be something that's going to be attractive, that's going to be shiny. It's going to make the, the fish that's in the water say, I want that. And, you know, and I laugh about that. We, we talk about different things. We talk about hunt, hunting. I'm not a hunter. But a deer goes out. It, it's, it's chasing something, you know, whether there's a call that tries to bring it out thinking it's a female or whatever it is. That deer normally would run in 800 directions, but when it's thinking that it's going to find the girlfriend that it's looking for or whatever, <laughs> walks right out in the middle of an open field when the natural instinct, it knows better to do that. But it leads into different situations like that, you know. I'm just <laughs> sitting here giggling, thinking about, okay, what is this saying about our dating life? Because we started this conversation with, I was blonde, but I really wasn't blonde. I had curly hair, but I really didn't have curly hair. So maybe my lure was... She had a lot, there was a lot of shininess about her, and, and I was that old deer that was walking out in the middle of the field. No, uh, but you know what, that, that's the way the world is. The world is going to show you those things, and you know, unfortunately in our lives, as, as we got married, things weren't easier, and then I remember when we have children, it'll be easier because we won't be single and running, I mean not single, but just in a young married life. It didn't change when kids were there because now the responsibility of more people. Yeah, I think that's one of the the having children lie. That, to me, is so frustrating, especially dealing with teenagers because, you know, teenagers think that, okay, if this, if this boyfriend, um, if everything's not great, then if... If we get more serious and we have a baby, everything will be better. Or do certain things, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's really a dangerous trap to fall into because I know our experience has been when we added kids to the equation, things got exponentially harder. Well, and it doesn't take a wise person to figure this out. The more variables you bring into something the more problems that it causes. So if it was just a single person, that's one person. And when there's a husband and wife, that's two. Mm-hmm. Now when there's children, we have two children, that's four people that's involved. Mm-hmm. So the more variables you bring, that brings problems. Because even with kids, how many times misconceptions have you had? Boy, when I get them out of the terrible twos, life's going to be easier. Mm-hmm. Or when I, at least when I get them out of the teenage years, life's going to be easier. Boy, when they get into college, that'll be the time that it's easier. Mm-hmm. I, there's never anything like that. And you know, in the Bible, it even there's other stories where people was chasing happiness and the misconceptions. You know, the prodigal son. He, oh, no. he, he had everything that he wanted. You know, he, they had a good family, had wealth, had a you know, nice place, possessions, everything. But he wanted to do his thing. He wanted to party. He wanted to go on. He went to the world and he left. And he saw real quick when he was on his own, he lost everything. You know, he, he came back as a beggar, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I think a lot of times have we found ourselves with God like that, that we're almost the prodigal son themselves trying to return back. God, we chased those things in the world. We did those things that were out there. But, you know, we, we have to end up coming back to God as the prodigal son came back to the, the father. And I'm glad that he knows me, and I'm glad he forgives me. But, you know, that I, I just kind of made me think about that as we went through it. Mm, and it, I think the thing that's always caught my attention with the story of the prodigal son, just, you know, putting myself in, 
each of those shoes. You know, when I was younger, my feet were in the shoes of the of the son himself. You know, making wrong decisions and and feeling like um, that I couldn't be forgiven and and coming humbly back um, to the father there. And then now, as a parent, I look at it from another side and I think. You know, it's hard for me to imagine anything that my children could do that I wouldn't forgive them. I mean, because I love them so much. And so, you know, seeing it from a father's eyes um, is a whole different perspective. Yeah. And, you know, the, and it, it depends on the glass half empty or half full. We, we think of life in a lot of circumstances, situations, you know, we you see things a lot different as a parent, you know, and even right now. We're the age of grandparents. We don't have any grandchildren, but our kids are grown. Mm -hmm. And I look back on things that went through that I thought was so important that's not as important, you know, now being on the back end of it. We talked with that in some of our other episodes, that your life changes a whole lot, that things that you thought really mattered. And, you know, right now um, I'm on the back end of my career, and all I can think about is trying to make that difference in people's lives, not necessarily the success you have in the, the job that we do or whatever. And so, you know, that 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 kind of leads to, you know, we'll be closing here in just a second, but just don't think that the worldly things that we have are going to make you happy. It don't, you know, the possessions. I look back again at my grandfather that I shared about in one episode. He didn't care about the television. He didn't care about the football games that was on TV, the sports that was happening around. He just read his Bible and he prayed to the Lord and he looked forward to Sundays and go into uh, gospel singings. And mm-hmm. that, was, that was what made him happy. And, you know, he lived a content life with those things. And um, slow it down, a little slower yeah. now. You remember how yeah. I would sing? <laughs> now, the singing was something else. Yeah, it, it, it would get real slow as they would go through. But you know that that that's kind of the, just the topic today. This has been a quick one that we we just wanted to talk about. But I just need to encourage you: things aren't always what they're supposed to be. How many times have we been quick to judge on things that we thought? And that leads into a, a, a whole other area is how many times have I been judgmental? You know, I thought that this was the situation. Well, they think they're better than the, somebody else. I didn't know what they had went through. Uh, you know, and that leads to gossip and whatever else it is. It can lead you down a dark path. Just as, you know, in the Bible, one of the last ones that we were talk about was David and Bathsheba. We all know the story. You know, David, I was reading in the Bible the other day, David had about everything in the world he wanted. Mm-hmm. But what he did, it was just kind of like we talked about Adam and Eve, what they couldn't have. They they wanted the fruit. David was walking around, and, and we won't go through all the scriptures with it, but basically David was walking around here on top of his roof. He looked down, and he saw Bathsheba sunbathing, we'll say. Well, he wanted her. Even though he had wives, he had different things, the, uh, possessions and all kinds of stuff. Notice I said wives. I think he had yeah. wives. <laughs> but uh, he wanted someone else's wife. Yeah. Hey, well, let's put this in modern day terms. Uh, David's scrolling on TikTok. And guess who he started following? <laughs> yeah, she would have definitely had, a, uh, had an account there. But 
Look at the mistake that happened. You know, he ended up basically committing murder by having her husband sent to the front lines. They had a child, which led to God not being pleased with him. The child died. And then without going into uh, biblical stuff just in depth, all the, a lot of the problems that we have in the Middle East and everywhere over there still continue today from the problems that took place. And I think... Well, I think that, I mean, just to put it in real life, immediate perspective, when you think about your family unit and the decisions you make, how there's that ripple effect. And when you get married, the decisions you make not only impact you, they impact your spouse. And then when you have kids, they not only impact you and your spouse, they impact your kids. And, you know, how many families do we see that that are struggling because of maybe a decision or two that was made by one member of that family but it's hurting the whole family and that doesn't just have to be the parents I mean sometimes it's the decisions the kids have made that um, is rippling through and causing some heartache with the with the parents or the whole family yeah and again it goes in what we talked about the shiny lure the the things that are going to be tempting to me the devil knows what where he can get me. It's on television. It's a show that I like, but this is there. It's a slow fade that takes place. You start letting this slip and this slip, and then before long, you know, it, it changes. it. But misconception of that is, well, a little bit won't hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, a little bit leads to a lot more. And, you know, and one thing that we've heard Malcolm say a lot, that what we do in a... Moderation, our kids will do in excess, and that is so true. Yeah, and you know that leads to that, that again a misconception that we it's okay for me to do a little bit, you know it's not because a little bit's going to always lead there, and usually we can't stop at that point. But again, just hope today's episode was something that was making you think a little bit about. Uh, don't always judge the book by its cover mm-hmm. because it's you don't know what you know what miles that people have traveled until you walked in their shoes. And, uh, you know, just think about your own situations. What have been some of the misconceptions in your lives? And what are what are the things that the devil wants to use to trick us up in the future? And uh, I'll just be praying for our family and pray for yours that that we will be uh, have the eyes and the wisdom to be able to try to stay out of those situations. Uh, yes, I agree. And let's, let's challenge the couples out there. We challenge you to... Talk about this. Talk about what you had misconceptions about. And it can be funny stories or it can be serious stories. But open that line of communication because communication is so important. And, you know, when we, I know some of our most in-depth conversations, what we found is that we really were of the same mind, but maybe we weren't talking about it before. So we challenge you today. Talk about uh, what kind of things you had misconceptions about before you started your marriage and and how you've overcome it. All right. Well, y'all have a good day, and we'll be back here again. 